It's wonderful. Just by the kikisering, we can understand how wonderful it is. Um, tababa ni bakchwa hele ngenga uti siglesis fundazoge. Esnes bongoneka maguazulu nata. Ikogesis alom kikis. Maybe some aren't used to it, but our province is KwaZulu Natal, and we are used to that here. Astel Malume Eze, Asivule Legging Konzoe, Tungogom Teto, Momukuleko. We ask Malume to come and to open the service for us in prayer. Let's bow our heads and pray. Satelas Gobama Kandas Tandas. Our Heavenly Father, today. We come to you in the name of your only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for this beautiful day. In, in human terms, there is rejoicing in heaven today of what is happening. There's not only rejoicing on earth, but there's rejoicing in heaven for what has taken place. Lord, we pray that right from the start, you will be in our present presence that everything which of, is of the devil will be done away with and removed. So we pray, Lord, your blessing would be on everything that will be done. And may your glory be in our midst. This we pray, not for our namesake, but for your namesake, and that through everything your will will be done. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much to Malume. Today is a Sunday service, as it is Sunday. But it's also the wedding of Edwin and Estelle. Just comes together so nicely. We ask the young preachers to come and sing for us. And after they've sung, we'll ask Adam, who is now is a son-in-law of the Pretorius family, to come and to welcome us. Ninja Bull. 
It's my great privilege to be able to welcome everybody on behalf of the Houston and the Pretorius family. There's many who were invited, unfortunately, they were unable to make it. But we're grateful for everyone who could be with us here today, and also we're thankful for those who have set up the live streaming so that others can join us via the live streaming. And also, sorry. And then also that there's an opportunity for those who couldn't be here also to watch via the live streaming. We'd just like to say um, a welcome to Estelle's grandparents in Peter Maritzburg, uh, Grandfather Barry and Omar Ella who couldn't be with us today because of ill health. Estelle's uncle and aunt Jock and Virginia who live in the UK and I believe will be watching via live streaming. No, Antiga Estelle, Nomkwenyana Wakabasa UK Nabo, Baganyanating live streaming, Seba Mugela Nabe UK. Coral and Charlene and Auntie Jenny who couldn't travel to be with us today. Carol no Charlene no Auntie Jenny na Babawazang Guti Bahambebeze Babe Konala. It is Omar Margaret in Germany who's I'm sure also watching via live streaming. Nalabo Futia Balulile Nabo Abaganyanati Echalmani in live streaming. Omar Inga. No Omar Inga. Tante Ruth Sound from Germany. Tante Ruth Town Chalmani or Kamge Chalmani Labos Bamugelala Bakonala emission. Also uh, Uncle Johannes Hecke in Germany. Eh, no Johannes Hecke or Kamge Chalman Nayukona. And then we also welcome Estelle's Uncle Chris and Aunt Anna who are here all the way from Hungary. 
We're very thankful that they've come all the way to be with us today. Tandafutwa Mugela Umalumega Estel, Ukris, Nomgake, Bakamga, Ehangari, see Togosagakul Gutibakon and Abo. Uncle Matthias and Aunt Jenny Eichhofer from Germany. Nalava Sababa Lulila Bakamga Futech Almani. Auntie Joy is also with us. No, Auntie Joy, Ukona Nai. We welcome everyone who's with us from overseas at the moment, especially the groups that have come from Romania, Armenia, and also the visitors from Germany. And then we would also just like to make a special mention of some who've traveled locally quite far to be with us here today. So from Virginia, it's Umtiens and Antisanet Devet. Umtiens and Antisanet Devet, Abakamga, Virginia. Martis and Caroline Devet. Martis and Caroline, Abakamga, Virginia, Nabo. The Berger family is also with us today. That's Auntie Ingrid Berger's family. Pretoria, they're from Pretoria Reunion. And Mrs. Gwala and her family who have come all the way from Meshawi. So thank you very much for being here to share this special day with the two families and we welcome you. Thank you. Thank you very much to the son-in-law of the Pretorius family. There's still some space here in the front. We're so thankful that they have come to be with us. Youth choir will sing for us now, then thereafter the Wasizabantu choir, and then we'll leave over to the Lord's servant to conduct the wedding.
The choir is going to sing two songs. The first one will be in English, where we sing How Firm a Foundation. And the second song is in Zulu, where we sing from Romans chapter 8, from verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Isegelo esqinileyo isegelo esihle esika Jesu Kristu asibekele abazalwane wakha kulesi segelo ngeke ajabiswe ngeke anyakaziswe nokuqhamuka izivu nguvunge siqhamuka lapha nalapha kodwa owakhele kulesi segelo ngeke anyakaziswe ngoba uJesu Kristu uzobe khona phakathi kwabo noma kuvuka amandla esixhogo namadimone zami ukuthi amphazamise umuntu ngeke akwazi ukuthi aphazanyiswe lo muntu ngoba ithemba lakhe likunkulunkulu ngaso sonke isikhathi siyasho nokushi ukuthi unkulunkulu namandla No, no, no. 
Zalwane, gea tema nani ni ajabula ganyanati ngalolusuku. Brethren, I trust that you are also joyful as I am for this day. Let me say something that may sound strange. Gifumeleni ngisho loku ngenze uti kube intumshambi engechwa eleg. I believe that if Edwin and Estelle are going to continue to serve the Lord as they've been up till now. 
You who are listening, and especially those of us who are of the congregation, cannot imagine the blessing that this marriage is going to contain for us. If God leads us into something, there are mysteries involved, heavenly mysteries, that we may not have the faintest idea of when we start off on that way. But before I get excited and carry on, carry on, let us pray together. We bow before the Heavenly Father. Our Good Shepherd. The truth, the way, and the life. The one through which we enter into heaven. We pray that you would share with us a little bit of the mystery of this heavenly union, the heavenly Christian marriage. Speak to us, we ask, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, the text that Edwin gave to me, he gave to me quite a long time before the youth conference. I haven't asked him, but I'm virtually sure at the time uh, that the theme of the youth conference was not even known to anybody. And definitely not to him. And yet, the theme that he gave, the text that he gave, spoke about the way. You know that we've just had a youth conference uh, about the way, the broad and the narrow way. And so let's turn to Psalms 119 and we'll read verse 105. Psalms 119 verse 105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and 
a light for my path. Kushutige islabelelo 119 sifunde vesini 105. Izwi lako li isbani ezinyawe nzami nukanya enzeleni yami. He had one or two other verses, but he said the main verse was this verse. Pilege namanye ama vesi kutu waiseto elona vesi kuilona lona ilo lili. And I want to speak about God's way. God's way in the life of a young person that leads a young person in holiness up to the point where they are today, where they are getting married, where they got engaged, and then now where they're getting married. To Eddie, Edwin and Estelle, I want to say, we know what you've gone through. In this world in which we live, the challenges, the temptations that will keep you from getting married the way you are getting married today. I'm reminded of a word from, from the Bible. Where Moses spoke to Israel. And I'm not going to mention the verse. If you want it, you can come afterwards. I don't want to distract and take time. The Lord says, For the Lord thy God hath blessed thee in all the works of thy hand. And then this. He knoweth thy walking through this great wilderness. He knoweth thy walking through this great wilderness. This Life as a young person to live a Christian life is a life through a great, a great and vast wilderness. And the walk which a young Christian walks as he continues grows up, gets to the point where they are here today, are to me very similar to the walk of Israel on the way to the promised land. And in a way, getting married is arriving in the promised land. 
If you get married in this way, you must have come out of Egypt. Where did the, the, the trip uh, from Egypt start? Before you can walk this road in this great wilderness being led by God, you've got to first leave Egypt. It started off with Adam and Eve in the garden who fell into sin. And we are born in sin. We need to be saved first from our sins in order to hear the voice of God as he leads us through this great wilderness. We need to be washed in his blood which can wash away stains of sin that nothing will ever wash away if his blood doesn't wash it away. Otherwise, we're still where Adam and Eve was, where they became aware of their own nakedness. And friends, even though the marriage bed is part of marriage, we should never get married in lust. That's not the way a child of God gets married. Burning with lust and a carnal love. No. A child of God that have experienced the washing of the blood of Christ and who's walking through this great wilderness will realize that everything must be part of God's will for your life. And I'm, I say it for lack of a better way to say it. You stumble upon marriage. Not really that you stumble upon it. But in a way, you stumble upon marriage as you walk the way of God. It's interesting that God speaks constantly of the way. The first church in the book of Acts were known as the people of the way. Now please be patient with me. I want to read quite a few portions from the Older Testament 
to take examples of Israel as they travel to the promised land. Manje ningibekezelele ngoba ngizofunda ingxenye izimbalo ngithathe testament inelidala ngikhuluma ngoIsrael ngesikhathi lapho ehamba kulendlela. Starting from Exodus chapter 14 verse 1. Sithathe kuqala incwadi ka Exodus esahluko seshuminane kusele versini lokuqala. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel to turn back and encamp in the front of Pihaharoth, between Migdol and the sea, in front of Baal Zephon. You shall camp facing it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the to the people of Israel, they are wandering in the land, the wilderness has shut them in. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will pursue them, and I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his host. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, and they did so. Dear friends, you and I know who is the great Pharaoh of our time. The great Pharaoh of mankind. It's Satan and his forces. And we are walking in a wilderness where our enemies are principalities and powers in the air that are pulling strings and of influencing people in the way they act and the way they do. It's a pity how Christians are sometimes oblivious, oblivious of the principalities in the powers of the air of which Paul speaks that are influencing behavior here in this world and are pulling, pulling strings and making people behave like puppets. But if young people walk God's way as Edwin and Estelle does. There's much more glory than just getting in married and having a wonderful family life. If it's in the will of God, God says, I will get glory over Pharaoh. Do you realize it? 
indlela osade ngayo ngobungcwele gave god the omnipotent god glory over satan inikeza uNkulunkulu lo mnini mandla onke imnikeza ukuba dunyiswe ngaphezulu ka satan he says i will get glory over pharaoh and all his hosts one third of the angels that fell with satan are the hosts of satan uthi ngiyakudunyiswa ngofaro nangebandla lakhe ngiyakudunyiswa ngosathane nokwesithathu kwengelosi lezo ezawa zamlandelo sathana and the egyptians shall know that i am the lord abasegibhide bayakwazi ukuthi ngingujehova but just listen in what detail god gives them instructions kodwa ulalelisise ukuthi uNkulunkulu uyicacisa kangakanani lendlela ebanikeza imiyalo God didn't just say listen you must get from Egypt to Canaan and I'll take you there and you'll you'll find your way uNkulunkulu akathanga nje ukuthi nizawusuke egibhide nifike Kenana beseke niyozibonela ukuthi niyohamba kanjani Every step of the way God had planned actually for them kodwa isinyathelo nesinyathelo kulendlela uNkulunkulu be neplan lakhe ngazo and people don't realize how when a christian young man and a christian young girl get married how they have followed the guidance of god every step of the way abantu abaqonda ukuthi uma ngabe insizwa kanye nentombi beshada bethembisa ngalendlela kunesinyathelo nesinyathelo bekudinga ukuthi basithathe uNkulunkulu just look how god guided them in the beginning He says to them take this way because Pharaoh will think you confused in the desert. You've gone lost in the desert. And that will make him take his horses and his chariots and start chasing after you to kill you. Lokho ke umenzi uthatha thathi ingqola zakhe nabamahashi akhe anilandele funa ukunibulala But he says Israel Moses I'm doing this because I have a specific plan with the route that you are taking Kodwa uthi Moses Israel ngikwenza lokho ngoba nginexebo ngendlela engifuna ukuthi niyithatha He says I want to lead Pharaoh into a trap Uthi ngifuna ukuba ufaro ngimholele because i know pharaoh's heart pharaoh will become jealous people we say many things about psychologists that are bad but let me tell you god is the master psychologist he knows how a man's feelings and emotions work he knows how a man's logic works and god led them on a specific way a specific road so god didn't just send them into the desert on the way to canaan He sent them on a specific road. 
Now to come back to what I said in the beginning. We know that God speaks in his word about the Christian life being a road. During the youth conference, we saw the vision of Antumkulu where she saw the narrow and the broad road and she walked on the narrow road. In the book of John Bunyan, Pilgrim's Progress, Pilgrim is walking along God's road. Nowhere does God tell us to take a kalemba or a bush knife and start chopping for yourself a road on your own. No, even if it's in a desert, there is a path, there is a way, there's a specific road that God wants you to walk. How do some people get to the point of marriage? By chopping open their own road. Getting into the bush, slashing with a bush knife, I've got my ideas, I've got my desires, I've got my will, and I'm chopping open a way for myself according to my will. And they end up getting married in their way. I know a little bit about the way in which these two get married. And let me tell you, they did not slash open their own way. God had a road for them and they followed God's way as they, until they got to this point. Oh, what a blessed thing is it not to continue on God's road. Well, we know that Israel did go through the Red Sea. Well, they got, first got to the Red Sea. And, and Pharaoh came from behind. And they were stuck. Just listen to what their reaction was. They said to, to Moses, Moses, is it, that, uh, is it because there were not enough graves in Egypt that you allowed us to die uh, uh, to come here to the desert so that we could die here in the desert. And 
instead of keeping the faith that God was going to be with them. God led them to the Red Sea. He was going to take care of them. And Estelle and Edwin, I can say that you will find challenges as you go through life once you're married. Maybe God will bring you to a place where you feel you're up against the Red Sea. But as long as you walk God's path, you've got nothing to fear. What a pity that Israel lost their faith in that moment. Here's the next step. You got you are getting married in faith. You cannot live the marriage life without faith. You've started off in faith. You cannot continue and on this road and work, walk further without faith. Never allow the, the devil to get you to a point where you are panicking like Israel did at the Red Sea and where you're throwing your hands in the air and you're becoming sarcastic and criticizing God for having brought you where he's brought you. God was had a plan for them. But let me just deviate for a moment. Just look at the different level of intimacy of Israel with God as opposed to Moses with God. Moses walked a closer walk with God. God says, I spoke to him as to a friend from face to face. God had revealed to Moses why he, read, he led them to the Red Sea. Because he wanted to lead Pharaoh into a trap. There are people with different levels of walking with God and having fellowship with God. And may we strive for a deeper walk with God where he can reveal these deep mysteries to us why he's allowing certain things to happen. Do you, see, do you see how rich suddenly 
a simple act of marriage becomes. It becomes a spiritual experience. But just look at God's grace. Even though Israel didn't understand everything that Moses understood. Still, they did not have reason to doubt God when they got to the Red Sea. God was going to take care of them, even if they did not know everything that was happening. But this I want to say to Eddie uh, and Estelle. There are people that walk closely with the Lord. That catch mysteries like Moses caught. Walk close to them. Walk with them the road further. It will only make your marriage richer and wonderful, more wonderful. Okay, so they finally get to through the Red Sea. Now let's look how it carried on from here. We go to Exodus chapter 15, verse 22. We're still speaking about the way, following the way of God. Then Moses made Israel set out from the Red Sea, and they went to the wilderness of Shur. They went three days in the wilderness and found no water. They found no water. About About three million people, that's what they estimate. Which includes women with little babies that are suckling. Which includes old grandfathers and old grandmothers who can barely walk. Some of them may have been carried on stretchers. Three days in a wilderness without water. But they were still on God's path. Something hadn't gone wrong somewhere. They didn't have to get upset with Moses or with God. Oh, friends, there are so many things that can be compared to this in the Christian life. 
Three days without water. And without applying that to marriage, just the Christian life in general, you can experience extreme loneliness. So here they come to Mara. Then they came to Mara. When they came to Mara, they could not drink the water of Mara because it was bitter. Therefore, it was called Mara. God was still under, in control. It was hard. It felt as if they could barely carry on. It felt as if they didn't have the strength to deal with us and to handle with us. This was a real test. It was, wasn't just insignificant little things they were grumbling about. And yet it was still in God's way. What did they do? And the people grumbled against Moses saying, What shall we drink? And he cried to the Lord and the Lord showed him a log and he threw it into the water and the water became sweet. There the Lord made for them a statute and a rule and there he tested them. Oh, friends, God is great and merciful. But never doubt God's goodness. If you follow God and you stay faithful to God, even if you get to a place where the water is bitter, he will take care of you. So this was just at the beginning of traveling God's, on God's way through a wilderness. There was not a paved way, but there was a way in the wilderness. And on God's way, there were many trials and tribulations. The enemies were there in the wilderness. And what did the enemies do? They trailed, they wanted to get hold of the weak ones. Because the weak ones could not keep up with the rest of Israel. And so they started attacking 
the weak ones that were trailing from behind. If you and I experience times where we are weak, we must even cling closer to God. Through this big wilderness they went. Part of the wilderness is people using Bible texts to justify any way they live. Part of the wilderness was just your their own desire. And part of the temptations in this way on the wilderness was the temptation to look back to Egypt. Friends, never look back to Egypt. To look back is a sin. Do you realize that? To look back is a sin. So Edwin and Estelle go forward and never look back. Just think of Lot's wife. Never be tempted to, to look back at the life and the pleasures that you could have had in the world. The Lord Jesus said, He who puts his hand to the plow and look back is not worthy to be my disciple. There are other things that make this way away in a wilderness. Some I've mentioned. Some things that guide and control the world in getting married. Lust. lust. Human emotions that can be so intense. Terrible trials and temptations. These trials and temptations came across Israel's way. And it will come across our way as we continue to follow the Lord and serve the Lord. Let me read the last kind of trial and temptation that we may face in the wilderness. Numbers 11 verse 4. And I'm reading from the King James Version. 
Now the rabble that was among them had an a intense craving, and the people of Israel also wept again and said, Oh, that we had meat to eat. What was it that made Israel stumble? Was it a serious crisis like not having water for three days? Then getting to a place where the water was bitter? No, it was suddenly an intense craving that came their way. A craving for meat. And we read in verse 10. This is how intense the craving for meat was. Remember they had received bread. Then they said, oh, the Lord gave us bread. Can he also give us meat? And then we read in verse 10. And Moses heard the people weeping throughout their clans, everyone at the door of his tent. And the anger of the Lord blazed hotly, and Moses was displeased. What was it? It was just an attraction for something they were used to, meat that they were used to. It is amazing how strong the desire for a, for a habit can be. Do you know, friends, that we who live as Christians in a free world we who get married as Christians in a free world, we who live the life of being married in a free world, we're exposed to the same intensity of temptation that the people behind the Iron Curtain and in Muslim countries are exposed to. It is the extreme desire, that's what the Bible says. They, extreme, they experienced an extreme desire for meat suddenly. 
The desire for an old custom, something, an old habit that I had, that I'm used to. I, I, uh, a desire for certain comforts. Oh, how many people did not get married, not because God led them there, but because everybody else was doing it and it offered some comforts and they wanted to experience the same comfort that everybody else was experiencing. The desire to go and look at pornography if you've had that problem in the past. And do you know that they even drag it into the Christian marriage nowadays as an essential? It's being taught as an essential part of a Christian marriage. What was the problem? Murmuring and lusting after comfort and old customs that they had. And you read the whole nation was all wailing in, in their tents. Oh, friends, I feel sorry for Moses when I read this. The whole nation wailing in their tents. Do you know what is the main enemy of the Church of Jesus Christ in the Western world? Do you know what's the main enemy to the Church of Jesus Christ in a free world? It's the desire and the longing for certain comforts. And they all lusted, the Bible said. That's the word, the word King James uses. They didn't lust after sex. They lusted after certain comforts. And everybody, they infected the whole nation with it. It was like a COVID plague that spread amongst the whole nation. And they all were extremely unhappy with Moses as if he's committed the biggest sin in the world. And 
Oh, how terrible was this thought. May God be merciful to us. This I'm not saying to the married couple, I'm saying this to all of us. How easily can we despise God because he doesn't meet our desires, our intense cravings that we get? Maybe they did lust, lust after sexual pleasures. Maybe they wanted that. But dear friends, today I say is a wonderful day. Why did I paint this whole picture of all the temptations in the wilderness? I wanted everybody to understand what these two young people have come out of. Not that they've come out of these sins. But this is the wilderness within which they had to hear God's voice. A wilderness where there are demons, where the weak is being attacked from behind. A wilderness where there are difficulties, you don't always get what you need. Where there are 101 excuses why you should not have walked a pure, a pure way and lived as pure young Christians up to this point. Can you understand why I say that it, getting married today is like having reached Canaan? It is a victory. And I want to say to you, young people, not only are we proud about you, or proud of you. Not only do I envision a big blessing coming out of your marriage to many of us. But you've made God proud. Proud against Pharaoh. And you stuck to your guns and you were faithful to the Lord. I'm ending with a verse from Isaiah chapter 35, verse 8. And a highway shall there be, and a way, and it shall be called 
the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, though fools shall not err therein. Kuyakubakhona umendo nendlela yakuthiwa indlela yobungcwele ongcolileyo akayikhamba ngayo kepha yakuba ngeyabantu bakhe abahamba ngayo noma beyizula abayikuduka kuyo No lion shall be there nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon there it shall be found there but the redeemed shall walk there Stick to God's way. Do not try and chop away for yourself according to your own desires. Even though we are called to live in this world, the Lord Jesus said, Father, I don't pray that you should take them out of this world. We've been called to live as Christian married couples in this world. But we must walk on the way while we are in this world. Oh, how glorious is it and what a testimony is it not. And where does it come from? from a man who hang lonely on a cross one day. Who walked away where there was no way. Who cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why did he do that? He was paying the price for you and me. And he was paving the way for you and me. That we would walk that way. And that we also will become people of the way. And what I want to say is, we would like to walk the way with you. I want to live the same life as you are living. I want to stay faithful to the Lord. No matter what challenges in this wilderness I may experience, I want to stay faithful to the Lord. And we'll walk the way together. So now we come to the final marriage procedure. 
So I'll ask them to stand up. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Dr. Van Eden, for the service. Truly, when something is beautiful, it is beautiful. This brings joy to a believer and an unbeliever. It is wonderful to see a wedding of a young man and a young woman that have kept themselves pure in a way like this. Estelle and Edwin, thank you very much. Thank you.
Dat is meneer en mevrouw Joostien. Kom aan, het ging je aan in die zioga katia. Ik kom maar, kom maar. As if we can see the joy of Tante Katya, her heart jumping up and down. Siabonga Gakulu, Siabonga, Siabonga, Gakulu. Yabonanje, Uma Abba Shabit, Beskombi, Sint and Eganje. Ang Pindefoot, Itogosisa, Okoluayo, Nonga Kolu, we are Togosa, my Bona Intage. Thank you, thank you very, very much. It really, as I say again, this brings joy to a believer and an unbeliever. If you see our young children living like this and bringing this. Just a request from the bride that the Kwasizabantu choir will sing a German song. The choir will come. And then we will still mention some things thereafter. Estelle. So there were three songs that had been requested, but because of time and so much singing, the choir had decided only to sing two. Okay. The German song says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. What shall I fear? The Lord is my strength and my hope. Even if an enemy comes against me and armies come up against me, yet I will trust in him and he is my strength and my protector. One thing I have desired of the Lord, and that is that I may dwell in his house forevermore and see his glory.
Thank you very much that the choir could fulfill the, the wish of the bride. Mapotolozi Mapotolozi, who is now at Justin. I'm reminded of Pap Sokela Mamjali those years back. Truly, God is amazing. We have come to the end. We will part, but we will still close in prayer. To come in close for us in pray. But everyone who is here, you are welcome to have a meal with us. There is food in the dining hall for all, and those who had an invitation card, you will be going to the school hall. And to those who will be at the school hall for the reception, please, if you can all be seated by quarter past two. Once Papungobane is closed for us in prayer, those who we are here for and their families will let them go out first. Shall we pray? Our God, there is no one like you. Our God, there is no one like 
Lord, we agree. And again, we agree, Lord, and testify there's no one like Thee. Your ways are far higher than our ways. Lord, you have made this day so wonderful to those who are getting married today. Lord, you remind us of the joy that is in heaven for one soul that comes to you, that great joy that we can experience. Lord, as you have ordained wedding, uh, marriage to be an institution that is respectable, Lord, we pray that you would also bless this, this wedding. Lord, and Lord, we pray for this family that is starting. May you continue with them, Lord. This foundation that they have built on, may it prosper. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of our Father in heaven and the communion of the Holy Spirit may it be with us, Lord, from now until all eternity. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much to Bab Ngobane. Sibonge lagakulu mdeni wagwa Justin, wagwa Justin, kanyen mdeni wagwa Pretorius, ngalulu sugu, oluhlegangak. And we are really happy together with the Justin and the Pretorius family for such a wonderful day. Sisobanigagi tuba, abibe shata numdeni wabo, bapume kala, ngaleo ndelo kselege ngayo, besege natisesi Yolande. We'll allow them to go first, and then we will follow thereafter.